There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. The St. Louis Cardinals. We're up next in the draft. Second overall. Oh, cut it out. Cut it out. I think I raised my chair and now it looks like I'm producer Joe hovering. Oh. Watch this. Yeah, I'm going to lower my Sibian. I'm going to lower my Sibian. I can't lower my Sibian enough. This America. Oh! I was too low in the first hour, so I raised my chair. Now I've raised my chair that you can only see my nipple tassels. Oh, Look at my nipple tassels. I'm not going to. Dad. See, appointment says counters 8 o'clock hour. Yeah. Uh, my name is Tim McKernan. That's Doug Vaughn. And across from me is Darren Atkins. In a secret studio, his, uh, Jackson Burkett and Ken Strode had to leave. He was on the phone with Mike Tirico. Yeah. He wanted to ask him to please stop showing up at the major events. I think the problem is he always goes, well, they need longer break. That was a seven-minute break. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're just never going to get Iggy back on time. No. Yeah, that was a longer break. Yeah. I had time to enjoy my Nana. Can you imagine if I was enjoying my Nana mm-hmm. while uh, you could see my nipple tassels? Well, he often says about things, I don't care. And the one thing that he really doesn't care about is getting back on time That's for right. the next segment. That's right. That's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Ken Strode has just walked in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Michelob Ultra, sponsor of the Fan Page Club Championship. 20 days from today. You want to feel nerves? Stand over a golf ball on Augusta's 18th hole with a four-shot lead. Look what happened to John Rahm, Doug. Mm -hmm. He had to hit a provisional. Scotty Scheffler, four-jacked on an 18th green. Imagine what it's like at the Fan Page Club Championship, now known as the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship, presented by Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. You want nerves? You want pressure? Playing the Fan Page Club Championship, mm-hmm. Jack. There's just so much more at stake, and it's so much more prestigious. Thank you. It's a net event. Right. The greatest golfers in the world have never won the Fan Page Club Championship. I think Ann Pegg is... Well, you look at 85th. Palmer and, and Nicholas and Player and, and Woods. These guys never have never won it. That's true. It's you, the one thing missing from their resume. That's true. You try bouncing back from a four-putt double bogey on the first hole. You'll melt. Not John Rahm, but right. Fan Page Club Championship. I mean, if you four-putt the first hole and lose your hold, you're probably done for the day. Don't lose your hole. You probably you won't bounce back from that. I don't see how you could. I won't four-putt, but... You might. Somebody will You've four-putted before. Well, I'm sure I have many times. Yeah. Uh, speaking of four-putting, ladies and gentlemen, 
Uh, I don't know if the promo did the promo play in the previous break. No, but we'll, it'll run in the next one. Oh, can we play it anyway though? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, what promo we talking uh, about? No, no. I, 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 I mean, it's in your email. Uh, my Gmail or my Yahoo? No, it's not in your email. But apologies. Oh, you're you're good. I was just I didn't know if I missed. What is it a promo of? I'm, I'm teased. You don't know? What are we oh, talking about? I just lowered. Now I'm too low again. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get it so I can give it to Flowhawk here. I didn't mean to be a... Did I miss something as I, I walked in, though? What is the promo? <laughs> it, that the idea is we're trying to tease. If we're just going to say it, then there's no oh, point playing. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it. I right. see it. Ladies and gentlemen. Wait, but I don't... Here, ner- <laughs> it's my nurse... Uh, let me Let's talk about our lawn while the plow. Okay. <laughs> copy and paste. My lawn really does look good. Mine looks great. Green envy. Yeah. Holy moly. Right. The neighbors are already the ones green with envy. Yes. My grass looks great. And, you know, it's not that hard to have a, a lawn that looks pretty good in April. You wait till June, July, August, the dog days of summer roll around, it'll still look great with green envy because they know exactly what your yard need, uh, needs they, they localize their products so that they're good for our soil and weather conditions and turf types. This is what makes them so good. Love- also, it's the people they have. they got service professionals yeah. that are licensed applicators certified by the Missouri Department of Agriculture. doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, you don't have a bunch with- of part-timers who don't know what they're doing. I'm telling you, I was talking with Jake over there on Friday, and uh, they were already over at the house uh, one or two times, two times now already, and the lawn looks incredible. I don't recall my lawn ever looking like this. This early in the year. Well, Green Envy makes it happen. The phone number is 636-757-1600. They're open 12 hours a day, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. 636-757-1600. It is Green Envy. All right, Plow, I'll give you... I mean, I, I can just play it through uh, the system, yeah. So Doug, this is the okay, system. Okay, play it through the system this time, please. Go ahead and hit the lever, Plowsy. Let me make sure that this is the one... This time, let's play, play it through the system. All right, let's roll... Okay. For more than seven years, the Totem Tournament has been a rite of spring. The azaleas and dogwoods waking the golfing world from its winter slumber. So, uh, oh. the Totem's back. May 18th and 19th at Normandy Golf Club. Brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Get your foursome together. That's still funny. And join Tim, Iggy, Doug, Jackson, and Plowsy for a day out on the course. And you better do it the second they go on sale, because it sold out in three minutes last year. Tickets go on sale Friday, April 14th at 8 a.m. at TMASTL.com. With a portion of the proceeds benefiting birdies for bipolar. Your ticket gets you in on all the debauchery, including your Mick Ultra beer, breakfast from Donut Drive, Lunch from Rockstar Tacos and a kick-ass after-party with smash burgers from Rockstar Tacos. The return of the seventh annual TMA Dotem Golf Tournament, brought to you by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Better than ever for you, their customer, and Family Golf and Learning Center. Learn, practice, and play your best golf. Visit FamilyGolfOnline.com. Get all the Dotem info now at TMASTL.com. There it is, Doug. There it is. How do you do? The great Hubbard Marty with the promo. Uh, So tickets, foursomes will go on sale on the 14th, this Friday. This Friday. You better be ready at 8 o'clock, Jack. Okay. It's presented by Michelob Ultra, and it will take place at Normandy. Once again, Lisa Ann will be back. It includes all of your Michelob Ultra. It includes all of your donut drive-in for breakfast. Does it? Rockstar tacos made right there on site for lunch. And then smash burgers for 
dinner for your nightcap uh, right after keep, the round. Right, just to keep that caloric intake up, up, up. Jackson, did I leave anything out? No, I think you nailed it, Tim. Nice. And of course, fun and hilarity will ensue. Amen. Now, your, do do we need beer, to sign right? up if we're going to play, if we're going to try to play? Uh, no one. All your beer is involved, too, right? Yep. Okay. okay. So you can't beat that. With people stick. walking out after 18 holes with like 19 smash burgers in their bag. Oh, we've had that issue with pizza. <laughs> we saw it last year. The yeah. pizza yeah. thing. It's easier to hide smash burgers. Though. You're just smashing some in your pockets. Yeah. That's <laughs> some good stuff, too. I got some Rockstar uh, taco sauce at home. Did you? Yeah, they dropped some off one day and I took some. How is it? Good. Is Very it good. good. There you go. So make sure you are online. On Friday at 8 a.m., TMASTL.com, and register your foursome. You can play both days if you would like. Uh, last year, Friday sold out in, I think it was less than two minutes, if memory serves. And uh, and then Thursday was like three, four minutes. So uh, it's the 18th and the 19th at Normandy. It is the Dotum, mm. presented by Michelo Boltra a tradition unlike any other in St. Louis area golf. That promo, at first I thought they had edited in some words to make it sound like the dotum, like it was actually a promo for maybe the Masters. I don't, I don't know. But then as I think about it, I guess they didn't really have to dub in the words. Because, no, that's correct. Yeah. Jimmy it, Roberts has attended this the last right? six years. It is a tournament like no other. It's and just our, nice to be involved with a tournament as prestigious as Jesus, this. Yeah. St. Louis, pre- Louis wants it, but it's at Normandy. Our pre-party is Wednesday night? I believe so. I don't know if that's been announced yet. And then we'll broadcast live from there Thursday and Friday. Uh, I don't know if that's been determined yet. I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought we did last year, didn't we? We did, but I don't know if that's been determined oh, okay. yet. Then I spoke out of turn. I don't yeah. know if you spoke out of turn. I don't know if it's been determined It was yet. just speculation. Yeah, just thinking out loud. <laughs> Isn't that an Ed Sheeran song, Doug? Is that an Ed Sheeran song? I don't know who sang it. Jackson, that's an Ed Sheeran song. You love yeah. Ed Sheeran, I know. I do love Ed Sheeran. Um, that sounds right. Is that in Game of Thrones? He was in Game of Thrones, he yes. He had one line. No, he sang a song. Yeah, and then she says, I like that song. That's from my new album. Did he say something that's from my new something or other? No, he said it's that's... a new one. He oh. didn't say new album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been great. I didn't think they had LPs the back then. <laughs> Uh, by the way, speaking of HBO television shows, I'm not going to say a thing about it outside of Succession last evening. That's it. Doug, I'm going to say Succession, period, last evening, period. Good or bad? It got ruined for me already on the internet. Oh. So you haven't seen it? No. So I was like, I, 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 I was tired yes last night, so I was like, I'm, I'm going to watch it tomorrow, I'm sure that I can avoid spoilers. But nope, as soon as I wake up and see Twitter this morning, it absolutely ruined. People can't keep in their excitement boners for five seconds. Oh. Yeah, I'm on episode five of season one. So yeah, you I got time. No, you got yeah. plenty of time. Was last night see uh, episode three or yeah, two? three. I think it was episode three. I don't know what Yeah, I keep wanting to watch it. I said, nah, I, I like waiting until it's done and then watch it all at once. But I, I'm like you. If, I get, if it gets spoiled, then I'm... Mad. I mean, I'm still gonna watch it. It's just annoying that like people like can't like s- chill out for five seconds and like I don't know. I like watching it week by week because I like to get involved in the discourse around it. Uh, it was my favorite thing during like White Lotus because there was so much around that. But now, if you don't watch it immediately, there's a good chance it's gonna get spoiled for you. That is true. You got to be careful when you open up social media. Yeah, it's and that's people, why it's, I'm just saying succession period last night period. 
I, I appreciate you you having awareness, Tim. I wish everyone else had the same awareness. Nice eliminating, Jackson. <laughs> uh, Deke Dota wants to know if he can play in your foursome for the Dota again, Doug. In my foursome? Yep. I don't think I've ever... Oh, yeah, we played One with year him. we played with him and his dad. Yeah, right? the, uh, Henrik yeah. Stenson of St. Louis. I don't know that he was the Henrik Stenson of anything. Guys, did that idiot in the same breath crap on someone for stealing pizza and then seconds later brag about stealing taco sauce? <laughs> Zero period self, period awareness, period. That's from Johnny Johnson. You worked with him in Springfield. Didn't uh, steal any. They brought it in for everybody, and I was given one. So that's not stealing. Doesn't seem like it. Anything else, Johnny Douche? Six three six nine zero zero four TMA uh, Johnny Johnson. If you'd like to have a, a question, uh, step right up and watch the amazing Strode hijack a segment about an HBO show that he hasn't even watched yet. I have faith in you, Ken. Only you can accomplish it at this speed. <laughs> That's from Little Tommy Tribbins, who's out in the parking lot on a trike. I haven't hijacked anything. All I said is I usually like to wait until the season's over, but I don't know if I can because it'll be spoiled at some point. That's all I said, and no. we were talking about succession, so I jumped in. Sorry I hijacked. No, you didn't hijack. I hope you'll fall off your training wheels. No, oh, Tommy Trivins took a, took a hit. Didn't know it was coming. See, uh, appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly morning after. If you are in the appli- market for an appliance, look no further than appliance discounters in their 80,000-square-foot warehouse full of GE appliances and other major brands ready for delivery. Shop online at theappliancediscounters.com where pricing has been adjusted to beat all the competition. I am a client there. Doug is a client there. We've both gotten appliances from appliance discounters this year. They have five area locations uh, in St. Louis, and you just have to go online at theappliancediscounters.com to work with Denise Bradley, John Bradley, and their staff at The Appliance Discounters. Uh, they have an 80,000-square-foot warehouse just ready to go with GE Appliances for you. When your dishwasher goes out, when your refrigerator goes out, you don't have the time to wait for weeks or even days. You need it quick. They can take care of it quickly for you. I can speak to that because I got a dishwasher from there when ours went out back in January, and it was installed within a matter of hours. TheAppliancedistCounters.com, sponsor of our 8 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly morning after. 7 o'clock hour brought to you by Munganess was a lot of master's talk. Uh, Doug, uh, what would you like to go? Mm. I feel like the next play is the Cardinals now that we've had this big Dotum golf tournament announcement brought to right. you by Michelob Ultra along with Munganast and Family Golf. Um, Cardinals to me, but maybe you want to talk Battle Hawks on an overtime win. Maybe you want to talk Doggies losing two in a row. Uh, maybe you want to talk O'Neill Cruz being out because he's on the Prime Minister's. Fantasy I'll talk about team. anything with yeah. you. I, you just I guess me. the Redbirds, I, only the Baltimore Orioles are farther out of first place in baseball than the Cardinals. Last place, four games out. And the Orioles are only four and five. But the Cardinals are three and six, and uh, they're having some problems here with uh, with offense to go along with having starting pitching yeah. performances. Can't get the big hit. They've hit for a pretty high average. At one point, at least a day or two ago, they had the highest batting average in baseball. But they're not getting, not hitting a lot of home runs. And except for Jordan Walker, they're not getting a lot of timely hits. Walker's hitting every game so far. He has. He has tied a major league record. He's tied the splendid splinter. Yeah, for people twenty and under, most consecutive hits at the start of most consecutive games hit safely at the start of a career. And he hits the crap out of the ball. He does. I'd like to see him move up a little in the lineup. I'm sold. I don't think he needs to be hitting sixth, seventh, eighth. Get him up there. You really? You were saying yesterday with the bases loaded and Brendan Donovan up. Uh, you'd like to see Taylor Motter hit. And I was like, when you texted me that, I'm like, oh, wow, that's really, that's surprising that he's on the team and that you wanted him up 
to hit with the yeah. bases loaded and two outs. But you got your wish. Uh, he did come up, and it didn't work out. But uh, that was the decision. Well, could have been Paul DeYoung if, if Paulie was healthy. That, that's the guy you yeah. would have liked to have seen. He was down right. in Palm Beach. But right. uh, surprising move with that one. Uh, Contreras pinch hit for Kisner because Contreras didn't start the game. That makes sense. Uh, but Donovan has struggled after killing it on opening day. He has struggled as of late. And they went with Motter instead of Donovan. Mm-hmm. Dylan Carlson was available, as was Yepes. But that was the direction that Ali Marmol, who didn't have a great week, uh, decided to go. Yeah. It's kind of been a worst-case scenario all around so far, again, except for Walker, because the big guys, Goldschmidt and Arenado, while they're, again, hitting for a pretty good average, they're not hitting for a lot of power and have left a lot of runners on base. And Wainwright's still out. The starting pitching has been as as bad as we feared that it might be. I'm a lot of us optimistic that it wouldn't be, but it's been just as, as bad as the skeptics were, were afraid of. The bullpen hadn't been especially good. It's just kind of been a worst-case scenario. But again, it's the first week of the season, and we tend to exaggerate everything and think, well, this is the way it's going to be the whole year. It's, it's not the way it'll the, be the whole year. The thing with the rotation is the rotation has a limited ceiling, even if they do get it turned around. And unfortunately, right now, they're performing for the most part at their floor. Montgomery's been solid, but uh, I don't know if Montgomery has necessarily got ace stuff. Miles Michaelis, big-time concern. Jack Flaherty with more control issues, and uh, Stephen Matz will get a chance to try to negotiate the uh, altitude in Colorado here yeah. this evening. That's not a fun place to get turned around as a pitcher, of course. But Plowsy keeps thinking Matz is the second coming of Sandy Koufax, so we'll see what he's got. I mean, I, I've been following the Cardinals for a while. I mean, they were on TV and great Fox Sports Midwest when I was in Canton, so I've watched them. This is the worst rotation I have ever seen. Oh. And I'm not kidding. Like, I know the names – aren't maybe as bad as what maybe the Cardinals have had in the mm. past. But I I get that it's the first week of the season. You could put a positive spin on that take, but you could also put a negative spin on that. They're getting lit up. They just got back from spring training. It's not like they're just trying to get in the groove. These guys, I mean, they're playing in the World Baseball Classic and playing in the spring training, and they are just getting rocked. I don't see it getting mm. any better once it gets more humid and where balls are just absolutely flying out of the I, – I just don't know if I uh, – I see a lot of positives. Is Libertor going to be your sixth starter? When is Wainwright coming back? You're just waiting for the other shoe to drop and have Flaherty go out with an injury or Matt go out with it, and then you're really screwed. Like, where do you go from there? They have no backup options, even though Mosellock said they had six starters. Could be that the series, that the, that the whole season is just a foregone conclusion that Tampa Bay is going to win it all. They're 9-0, and and their run differentials 75-18. to 18. They've won every game by more than four runs, four runs or more. Anyway. Yeah, how about what they're doing? My oh, God. That's unbelievable. And they don't the even have their even full close. allotment yet. No. You know, Glasnow's uh, not healthy, and I feel like there's another player who isn't playing for him right now, a position player. Because you look at their lineup, who, who are these people? But their starting pitching is so sick. Yeah, yeah. They've been unbelievable. The Brewers are the team. Brewers have more wins than anybody else in the National League. I don't think people necessarily saw this coming. I think they thought they might be the second-best team in the National League Central. But the Cardinals situation at the moment, because of the rotation, but now a little disengagement from the offense, uh, is is one to monitor. And uh, I thought I really thought that was kind of an odd decision to go with Motter in the eighth inning. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. 
And we talk about maybe adding a starter at a trade. You're trading Carlson now, what, his worst possible value? I mean, he hardly plays. He hasn't really been productive. I just don't get who you're trading. Like, they're not – I mean – you need the guys. I mean, you need O'Neal. I don't know why you would possibly trade O'Neal when he's healthy. He's a decent player. I think there's only a few I, people I they wouldn't know. trade. They wouldn't trade Arenado, Goldschmidt, Contreras, Walker. Well, what are you going to get for Carlson? What are you going to get for? I mean, it, it, I don't well, know you where can the starter a couple of them together. Edmund is probably available. Donovan might I, be. I would agree with that. I mean, you got Wynn sitting down there in the minors. It looks like he's ready to go. Yeah, I, I just don't know where the the depth is for a trade. You know, we talk about it, but I mean, Carlson's like a fifth outfielder for a three and seven team or three and six team. I don't really know where the value. What are you going to get for that? Well, I wouldn't take Soto for him. <laughs> yeah, they, nah, <laughs> we nah. beat that to death. We're going to go back and look at that and laugh. Uh, Ali Marmol uh, talked yesterday following the game. Uh, what do we have here on Ali Marmol? Let's talk about Jordan Walker. Wasn't much. I thought that I like less. I went through the sound this morning, Jackson. He wasn't asked about the. the, the I didn't realize probably most people are watching, or actually probably hanging out with their families more than watching the Masters yesterday. Uh, but if you were, the decision on the managerial strategy for the Cardinal lineup when they loaded the bases in the eighth inning, and that wasn't in there. Yeah, it wasn't much, and then there was very little on the pitching outside of like Montgomery's performance Saturday. So. I already find myself wondering when Walker's going to come up again to make sure I see him bat. Yeah. A guy How bats, great is that at 20 years yeah, old? A guy bats almost old. almost every 40 minutes in the major leagues. So I kind of am already looking at the at the time to say, well, Walker may be coming up. Better turn over to the games. He has uh, played all nine games and has a hit in all nine games, 12 hits uh, so far. So he's hitting 353. He has two home runs after the home run on, uh, was it Friday or Saturday? And he has an OPS of 994. Highest OPS on the Cardinals right now, Doug? Nolan Gorman. Yeah, he's he's hitting the ball well, too. But uh, yeah, they just... It, Goldschmidt and Arenado both with one home run apiece. Yeah, they're, and they're not Averages getting the though. timely hit. They had runners all over the bases. Yeah. They just don't get the timely hit. Meanwhile, the Brewers capitalized. Yeah. Willie Adames. <laughs> Brewers have got some stud pitching, and that's usually the difference. That's usually the teams that win it. No matter what kind of offense you have, if you run into a, a great pitching, it usually stops you. I mean, I'll let you know right now, if Stephen Matz and Woodford are pitching. <laughs> what are like, you going to let us know? Deep into this season, we are done, bro. Oh, like, we are now done, Matz done. has had some track record of success. Oh, God. <laughs> he had one <laughs> oh, really good mother. year. Oh, mother, come on. He did. He had one really good year in Toronto. Okay. Great. Good for him. Chalk it up as a $50 million deal. Just a mm. waste of money. I, mean, I don't you know. You might as well just buy $50 million worth of vending machines and just put don't it around Don't give up on him. Uh, third manager in five years. All the bench coaches have bolted. TV deal with a bankrupt company. The Cardinals were the Steelers of Major League Baseball. Mm. Now they are a house of cards. No pun intended. That's from the hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Oh. Engineered, designed, facilities, text inbox. Well, that's certainly how you could paint it after the first week of a of a very bad start. I just go back to Max Scherzer begging to come here, a boatload of money sitting waiting for Bryce Harper. Did he really and you beg? Guys just tank. Yeah, oh, dude, Max Scherzer definitely wanted to come here. Outside, do we know that? Well, we know the Cardinals are too cheap to pay him. That we do know. He's also hurt, as a lot of older pitchers get hurt. 
The Cardinals are smart. They make an offer they know the player will refuse, but then they could show that offer to the fans and everybody else saying, hey, we tried. You know, we besides came the in three, second. Besides you know, the three or four Cy Youngs, what do you like about Max Scherzer? The fact he's a local kid and everybody loves him? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't yeah. think of anything. So. No. Well, it, it does look like they're going to have to do something to bring at least one starting pitcher in here. It, it, that seems reasonable at this point. Uh, Wainwright expected to make his return by the end of the month, he threw before they took off for Milwaukee on Thursday. But uh, the holes are, at the moment, beyond just one spot in the starting rotation. Doug, meanwhile, uh, the Battlehawks win the first-ever overtime game mm-hmm. in XFL history. Huge crowd yet again. I know. They had over 30,000, over 35,000, was it? Yep. Yeah. One in overtime. Their season's almost done. They've only got, what, th- two or three games left? It's getting right down to the end. Hey, it could be this. It, it just got two left. One on the road, one at home. About three. They're six and two, and uh, the defenders, Doug, have clinched uh, a playoff berth. Meanwhile, the Vegas Vipers have been eliminated. Have have the Orlando Guardians. Yeah. Two more weeks. And that's, then. That's what I said. Two more games. And then the semifinals and then the championship, which will take place on. Uh, May 13th, it looks like. And the Battlehawks are in the playoffs? Have they clinched? They have not clinched a spot. They host Seattle this Sunday. Okay. That's a great rivalry. That was the Thursday night opponent a month and change back. Sure. But McCarron isn't at quarterback anymore. He get hurt? He got hurt. He must have. He was uh, announced as not playing before the game. All right. And uh, you, you talk about Seattle. Well, that's where the doggies went on Saturday night. I and watched Doug, that whole thing. Just uh, not a nice night for the doggies. No, they got gobsmacked. They lost three to nothing. Could have been a lot worse than that. In fact, they did score one more goal that got called away on a ticky tack offside. They scored goal the week before, or they shut out the week before too. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, they're not scoring a lot of goals. <laughs> <laughs> well, not Saturday night. They didn't. They just got thoroughly outplayed. I think Seattle's one, supposed to be one of the best teams in the league. But they were. One of the toughest atmospheres. How about the entry? Do you like the entry? I didn't see the entry. Oh, yeah. I think I saw where Seattle's only given up, I think, four goals all year. Have they? Toasted ravioli is ruining this <laughs> whole entire season. Just Ever stop. since they went ravioli boys? Ever since they went out and publicly said ravioli boys, they've been getting yeah. destroyed. Just stop it, dude. They you, went soft. I, and Soggy ravioli. Inventing, like, toasted ravioli is like, Somebody else invented toothpaste, and you put a mint flavoring, and you think you invented toothpaste. Like, oh. I get that, like, toasted ravioli is unique. Yeah. You didn't invent ravioli. No. And ravioli, boys, is a limp noodle filled with meat. That is not a f- deep-fried ravioli. So Where's this your, coming from? It's just a take. It needs um, to be toasted. Are you talking about the ravioli boys thing or the plowhawk right now? No, the ravioli boys. <laughs> I don't know what's well, going I was, going I was oh. ask, asking Jackson. <laughs> I, we were, a second ago, we were talking about the Seattle Sanders goals allowed. Now yeah, we're talking we about toasted about that. ravioli. I don't, I don't, well, I, had to get I can't follow the, the, the path here. We are the dogs. It's a plowboy hijacking. Yeah, and uh. <laughs> it is. I just need to let people know toasted ravioli are great. We didn't invent ravioli, though. No, it can't be we ravioli, but toasted nuanced, ravioli boys. Yes, we put a nuance to an already pre-made invention. Mm-hmm. So the Sounders have given up three goals this season. Damn. And the Dogs have not scored in two consecutive games, yet still are tied for first for goals four in the Western Conference. Huh. There's some stats for you. You were called ravioli head. I was, right. and it was hurtful. 
Were they actually directing that at you? Yes. We believe so. I think they were playing a clip of the show, and the guys who were hosting a show in L.A., I think it was during a Cardinals-Dodgers thing, not about the Rammies, mm-hmm. said, shut up, Rabiuli head. Uh, and how about <laughs> this? <laughs> the uh, the Ravioli Boys thing, which I thought was a uh, was just an April Fool's thing. There actually is a, for lack of a better term, I don't overstate it. Concern about the dogs thing having momentum, and so this has kind of been a way to try to push it in a different direction to not have the dogs thing become the really? team, the unofficial team name. Uh, and it's so, not a derogatory name. It's not meant I, to be it, derogatory in any way. I think it more has to do with this show. Than oh. <laughs> and, and I'm not talking about in a good way. Uh, and that was, the, that was the move. So the, uh, the soccer soccer people inside the organization, uh, not necessarily the players or coaches or anything like that, are not happy that this program's dogs hmm. thing has taken off like it has. And so uh, there, there was an orchestration on the Ravioli Boys thing, which I thought was actually an April Fool's thing. And then I guess the guy who's popping up on local news with a ravioli head or something, I don't know, I'm not locked in on it. I, I, I want to watch more local news. I just don't get the chance. But uh, Is he a member of the organization? <laughs> I don't know. He's, on he's an intern or, or something. <laughs> well, what are you waiting for? <clears throat> you got Purina right across your chest. I don't know why you would... Dismiss the dog. You could do a lot of marketing things with it, you'd think, with dogs. Oh, we were 4-0 as a dog. And we sure were. And 0-2 getting slaughtered as ravioli. That ought to count for something. Well, what's the season, like a third of the way over? Oh, not even. Not the well, they, play, they play 30-some-odd games, 32 oh, well, or something. plenty of time, Dan. I was saying, what are you waiting for if you don't like the direction the dogs are going in? I mean, you can take care of it. Oh. You can wait till the end of the season. Yeah, we're just going to call our team the ravioli heads. I just think that people around the country would think, what? We're the only boys. The exactly. Because we think it's bigger than it actually is. We need to stop. <laughs> Everybody owns a dog in this country. Nobody cares about toasted ravioli outside of a small sect of people in St. Louis. Yeah, I like about, them, but my God, I'm not going to praise them. Gooey butter cake boys or the uh, pork steak boys. Yeah. I, I didn't really the, the dogs thing just like it's something that you came up with spur of the moment, which yeah. is one of your you know just lines when we're just BSing about it. And then I like the hats that Gangster Pete created, yeah. mm-hmm. and that was kind of where I left it. And I knew some people in our audience were irritating, whatever. There's some page or message board where soccer people talk, um, but I didn't really care. And then I was on a call last week, and a person said, "Yeah, your uh, your audience really has some people." Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it's city concerned about this dog's <laughs> thing taking on a life of its own that they weren't planning. And so there was a Ravioli Boys uh, campaign to try to counter it. Mm. And I go, God, I, I get not liking our show. Yeah. The guy who came up with dogs doesn't really like the show. No. But, but come up with something better if you're going to try to counter it, the Ravioli Boys. But whatever, hell, I don't It doesn't matter to like me. I, if anything, I'm, it's, I'm amused and, and flattered. Yeah. It just seems like something that they could they could they could use to their advantage, with dog pounds and dog mascots and dog heads, merchandise and all kinds of stuff. Do they have a mascot yet? I guess it's this ravioli guy, this intern. <laughs> I mean, is he at the games in a ravioli hat? I assume that he is. 
to me, I think my guess is they're about to market these. Rab- sure, they're about to buy this guy out and buy a bunch of ravioli heads. And sell <laughs> buy the store. Him out. All right, everybody who listens to this show, they go to the next home game. Wear a dog ma- mask or something. I'm tr- if I'm you tr- wear a ravioli head, doesn't that block the vi- the vision of the guy behind you? Yeah, I- I'm trying to get on board with this in terms of the soccer. If we do turn into the ravioli boys, it's over for me. That's I'm done. done. Yeah. I'm done. I don't want a kit. I don't want a scarf. <laughs> I don't want to go to the pitch. I don't want anything to do with it. Mm. It's not organic. Dogs was absolutely organic. Came from out of nowhere. This yeah. is really trying a little too hard. And toasted ravioli is just not something I put on as like, you know, what St. Louis is known for. <laughs> I, I want something more. Yeah. Doug, uh, Chairman Steve in Wildwood. Okay. He's now the chairman. He's uh, spoken. There was a line of over 100 deep to pick up Ravioli Boys shirts pregame last home game, and the douche with the ravioli head was on the Jumbotron during the game. Oh. I do think that there is indeed a concerted effort to try to counter the dogs. That's from Steve, but he goes now by Chairman Steve in Wildwood. Right. Well, you're turning this this team into a joke. Oh, oh my God! Gosh. Yeah. I mean... The headwear is trash. You know, nothing against Zamboni... But, I mean, he's like a focus of all of his, you know, little cute little calls for a professional soccer team, and now you got a guy wearing a ravioli hat. I mean, this team has turned it into a joke. Yeah. I, well, if a I novelty, st- by the way. Yeah, the ravioli heads are – that that's dumb. They're about to lose you as a fan. Uh, they, are, they pretty much already did. Oh. Um, but I'll still wow. take a kit, but – Oh, no, the stoner twink isn't on board with the soccer team. What will he ever do? Knock it off, Darren! That's from Ray King. Gosh. <laughs> oh, ravioli boy member, I'm sure. You think he's a ravioli boy? Uh, standing room only. Look at how cool I am, Mom. Maybe we can get that ravioli head on. That's a pepper and genie. Ask him. There, there's no way I want to go 10 feet from a Cardinal yes. Cavalier. It's, it's kind of an interesting no head. I mean, the, the hat that he wears is kind of funny. It looks like it's a good. big pile of... Like crusted dog crap, dude. Yeah, like but, it's, but we it know is. what it is. I'm just concerned if if it, a lot of people wore those, the people behind you couldn't see a thing, could they? Well, it doesn't care because you look. Well, everybody's standing anyway, so you can just kind of go sideways. Good you morning. Couldn't. I feel uncomfortable agreeing with Ken, but naming our fat asses after a deep fried carbohydrate <laughs> dish seems like an awful idea, Doug. That comes from Arbor Day. Okay. What what needs to happen is if our listeners really want to get the dogs on board, we just need. Similar to the dog pound, we just need to mask up with a bunch of dog masks and people and barking. See if it plays on jumbotron. See if it plays. Yeah, you'll never bark alone. Oh wow, oh, YNBA. Jackson. I'm a dogs all day season ticket holder, bitch. That's from Ray King. Well, at least he's on okay. board with the dogs. Uh, most people don't care whether it's the ravioli boys or the dogs. Please quit acting like it's a full percentage of the fan base that cares one way or the other. Darren! Mm. <laughs> the breakfast club. Well, we're talking about the fan boys. I would suspect most people who go to the game don't have a clue either way. Couldn't agree more. I just don't know. That's I... why I was, when I, when I was told about this, I was like, really? They, like, they, they're concerned about it? I go, Okay. You know, Doug will find this amusing. Yeah. <laughs> I, you think the Cleveland Browns were concerned when they had the dog pound? They think, oh, my God, we got to fight against a bunch of rabid fans. I wouldn't. I would thought they would have embraced it. I, I'm not saying I would lose a lot of respect for somebody who wore those toasted ravioli heads. But I don't know if I could associate with anybody that wore well, them that's anymore. That's why. It's just... No, it just... 
it's kind of a funny thing. It's okay. I just think dogs is a little better. Dogs is so good. Uh, guys, can we turn this episode of Pepper and Genie off? I thought that podcast had been <laughs> furloughed. Also, Ravioli Boys is maybe the dumbest and most embarrassing nickname possible. It's from Stan the Caddy. He wasn't happy with Iggy's club selection on 18 at Bell Reef. Thought he didn't have enough club, and it turns out he was right. Yeah, I bet when you when you tell players, many of them not from the United States, hey, you know what they're calling us? The Ravioli Boys. They go, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's... Huh? It's- at least St. Louis City and the dog slash ravioli heads are part of a real sports league. Unlike the meme dumpster XFL, Kaka guy is 100% the worst. Fats be fat. Oh. That's from the Bennettville Bear. Boy, everybody's getting mm. called fat this morning. <laughs> no. Bennettville Bear is not happy with the XFL. I just wonder how long it's going to be around. 35,000 plus at that dome. Well, it's doing great here. It doesn't draw anywhere. It draws a third of that in most other stadiums around the country. I guess it depends on that TV contract. If they're doing all right with the TV contract, it'll be okay. If the ratings are decent and ESPN continues to make some money that way, then they'll be okay. Yeah, the, uh, the interest level when uh, ESPN tweeted out yesterday that they've got an XFL postgame show on. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> the yeah. comments on that, I'm like, well, I'm surprised they tweeted that out night and afternoon of the Masters and full slate of baseball and the NHL's wrapping up and the Lakers just clinched a play-in game and they went XFL. Mm. I'm like, I guess that's probably part of the deal, social media clause in their contract, sure. I guess. And, wow, it was not, I mean, around the country, outside of St. Louis, people are like, the XFL right now, really? And you're excited about your yeah. post-game show? <laughs> do they well, do parades? And then the XFL parades? They won? I don't know. Like, are we doing a parade on Mars? I'm, I'm being kind of serious. Probably like, a little something. That just seems a little odd. It's like any major sport. If people don't know the players, it's hard to get them interested in it. It's like a lot of people are interested in Major League Baseball, but you go to AAA Baseball, which looks like the same thing, nobody cares. I don't know. I I still love it. Whether they hate our name or not, whether their hardcore supporters hate our show or not, I still Mm -hmm. like the product. Hey, guys, going with Ravioli Boys is 100% on brand for our town's lack of self-awareness. Joe Strauss would have been feasting on this. Thanks. (laughs) That's from Big Tuft. Where is the Big Tuft? Put that off. Where where is the (laughs) Tuft? Is it tough or tuft? Tuft. T-U-F-T. Like the college, oh, I guess. A, tuft. You don't University. see many big tufts anymore. A tuft isn't <laughs> big anyway. A tuft's just a little patch. A little patch of uh, lovely pubis. So it could be anywhere, though. Theoretically. Yeah. Is tuft a, uh, like a size or a, a length thing? Because like, you could have a small area of tuft, but it could be very long hair. It's, a, it's, about, oh. it's about the density of the bird's nest. So, like, it's when uh, the, the... Density p- of the bird's nest. Oh. It's when, like, pubes come together. Like, it's like a big wad of cords. You know? oh. <laughs> don't, don't say like that. when your iPhone headphones used to get all jam, jammed up. Yeah, like, that's... T- that's a tuft. That's a tuft. All right. I would, cons- I would compare it to... Um, <laughs> like a soul patch. A soul patch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a little soul patch... Uh, of pubes. Now, the definition is a bunch of collection of threads, thank grass, you. hair, thank you. Thank you. held or growing together at the base. Thank you. Such as a scrubby tuft of grass. Like it actually feels, Ooh, you know those wire brushes, yeah. you know, that you have at like restaurants where you oh, clean. Yeah. A little scrubbing. That is exactly, <laughs> if you pat one of those, those metal brushes, and you pat a tuft that is matted, 
They're almost identical. <laughs> you like matted tufts? No, I don't. I think no. tufts that is matted. No. It's a pube's a pube. It don't matter how many you have in a pile. It's not going to be like a wire brush. Oh, it feels... No, that's like the... the it, you can almost bounce it like a ball. Like, that's how it is. It's like, really, you can't comb it, but there, it's, there's nothing at the base. It's just like the hair is tangled up above the base. Mm. I, don't I, <clears throat> I don't think I've ever seen a real tuft. I get them all the time. Well, well, uh, it's like an it. umbrella. Like, your shaft is like you. Oh. So, like, you're never right under the umbrella. Usually, they're at that headroom from the umbrella to, you know, the base. So. I'm seeing that can be, it can be on your face, such as he had a few tufts mm. of hair on his chin, but you couldn't really call it a beard. Yeah, like a soul patch. Sounds like a cuck definition. We can't really... Guys, if we don't get a Battlehawks championship parade after we win the ship, we burn this city down. That's from no. Suckboy Tony of Sula. Not again. It was quite a game. I watched it. I was expecting to see A.J. McCarron. I didn't know he was hurt, but that other guy did a pretty good job. Tierra? Is that his name? Tiano. Tiano. Nice. One said the other guy, and we, we don't both mispronounced his back. No, I think it's Tiano. I was thinking because it's uh, kind of like Latin music. Yeah. Tiano. If Pepper and Jeannie win Best Radio Show, the logical next step is for Pepper to be the master of ceremonies for the Battlehawks Championship <laughs> Parade down Mackland Avenue. I'm gonna say That's some KG and O-Town. Their parades are going to be on Mackland? Right by the Humane Society? I'll be there. there. By Forest Park? close to me, actually. You would go? That's pretty close, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's well, on Mackland, I'll go. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. If it's on Market, maybe not. Yeah, Mackland isn't that far from my house. Seems like something they could do maybe through Dogtown or something, through the bars there. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Not if you call it the dogs, yeah. Uh, good morning. I know it's been discussed at length, but soccer fan guy is the worst. I tried giving them a chance, but they're just such losers. I never thought biker guy on Manchester would be dethroned, but the soccer guys have really shown their gapes. Mm. That's from South City Otis. Is the game Tuesday sold out against Ireland? Who's who's playing? The USA women's team is playing Ireland at the Republic here, City Park Tuesday. Oh, really? I, I didn't know that. Yeah, now they're really promoting it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just happened. I just happened to see a release. Somebody saying, if you media like to go to the airport and welcome the team. So we're all media. Are we going to do that? I don't, well, it was Sunday. Should we do our show from the airport? They came Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're already here. I got the email Saturday saying if you would like to. The media would like to come to the uh, airport and welcome the Team USA to the airport. I wonder how many he actually showed up. There's tickets available. Is there? Yeah. 70 bucks, 65 bucks For a friendly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got the St. Louis Zone Sauerbrunn in here. Is it Sauerbrunn or Sauerbrunn? Sauerbrunn. Pride of Will Do High School. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a keen team captain now. Is mm-hmm. any, is, does that, uh, what's her name, not play anymore? Who? Yeah, the one who was the captain last time. <laughs> Carly Alex Lloyd? Morgan. Alex Morgan. It's Alex Morgan, Carly Lloyd, Megan Rapino. Any of those girls still play? No, I believe they've retired they from Air National. No, we don't know anybody anymore yeah. on that team. Becky Sauerbrunn, Pride of do High School. Well, that's it. Kind of dig that Alex Morgan. Four-time World Cup champion, U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, I know you dig uh, Brush Creek Valley, Iggy, don't you? Yeah. We got a chance to meet the fine people from Brush Creek Valley on uh, Thursday well, night. on Thursday. In the suite at the Blues game. Blues mm-hmm. and Rangers, overtime victory for your St. Louis Blues. And they were asking us uh, if you guys need any more meat. That's right. Know. I said, I'm good right now. Uh, I got uh, two pork chops thawing out for tonight. <laughs> Eating a lot of meat lately. Mm. 
and I thank Brush Creek for that. But spring is here, which means baseball, golf, uh, the dotem coming up. Doug Short Shorts, okay. yes. rolling season. Yes. Uh, so make sure you got Brush Creek Valley meats uh, in your mouth. Brush Creek Valley Farms TMA box. It's a new look, a new look, Doug. What's in this new Last box? Last one we gave you all kinds of steaks. Yeah. This time we're giving you a little mixture of everything for grilling. No fool. Five pounds of ground beef, two ham steaks, no. two sirloins, eight bratwurst. Oh, what? And what I'm having to now, two pork chops. Uh, and, of course, each piece of meat does not contain any added hormones or antibiotics. So go to BrushCreekValley.com, search TMA at the top of the homepage. You'll be directed straight to the TMA box, and then apply the code TMA10. Doesn't matter if it's high, capitalized or not, Doug. No. Just TMA and then one zero. That's it. During right. checkout. Brush Creek Valley Farms also offers a subscription option. That's if you just want to get in there every month, and this is what I want. I'm going to need four fillets. I'm going to need two porterhouse, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you just put what you want in there, and you get it delivered every month. And, yes, TMA10 code is applied to that as well nice. for really? 10% off. Sick. That's brushcreekvalley.com and use the code TMA10 at checkout for all the box and subscription orders. Brush Creek Valley Farms, high quality meats for a lowbrow audience. And please note, Doug and Boy Shorts is not included, but you can DM him and he may send you a pic. Yeah, for a price. Yeah. Brush Creek Valley Farms, it. great meat. Uh, Tommy Sabolka uh, does not include Doug in Boy Shorts either, but he will include everything that you need for your vehicle's upfitting. That's why they are your one-stop shop at VIP Auto Accessories. That's right. One-stop shop, vehicle wraps, wide-format printing such as banners, storefront signage, walls, floors, etc. Anything with graphics, Tommy and VIP can do. Plus, they're your one-stop shop. Three in-house services to take care of it all for upfitting. Design, production, and installation. VIP gets your fleet vehicles from dealership to street-ready, fast and personalized, for your company's needs, they know that every day your vehicle isn't street ready. It is lost revenue, fleet vehicles, signage, graphics, and design. VIP does it all in-house for your business. It's VIP Auto Accessories. Tommy Sabolka, he wants to hear directly from you. 314-428-3900 or just email him at tommy.cibulka at vipautoaccessories.com. That's V-I-P, autoaccessories.com, Tommy Sabolka and V-I-P. Uh, breaking news from the golf world. This guy crushed my rosters, uh, Doug, last yeah. week. Will Zalatoris what? is out for the year after having surgery, and he is uh, out for the season. He had a microdisectomy? Microdisectomy? You had a vasectomy? Microdisectomy. <laughs> what is that? Poor guy. What is he, like 25? Yeah, I mean, he's had some issues. What is that? What's that surgery on? Back, I, I, I would imagine it's back just based on that's where he's had injuries. So Will Zalatoris, who, along with Kevin Na, cost me and my family uh, what I would imagine would have been millions of dollars. I think so, yeah. Uh, and I would like an apology in that statement, but so far he has just stated that he is out for the... Uh, for the year as he just had surgery. So he just announced that on social media within the last few moments. Oh, too bad for him. Well, good luck to him. That's sad when you're that young and now you're going to have to yeah. hopefully not deal with it after the surgery, but man, have to deal with back issues at 25. And sometimes when you see these guys like McElroy at the Masters perform way below expectations, you never know what's bothering them physically. They're not going to come out and say, my back hurts because it sounds like they're whining. Zalatoris said last Tuesday he felt like he was close to 100%. Yeah. That's why I didn't uh, hesitate on putting him on a bunch of rosters. Yeah. You just never know. It, it doesn't take much of an injury and you can no longer keep up with the best players in the world. 
Well, I don't think McElroy had an injury. He just sucked. Well, you, you just never know. Well, you know, they would probably tell you. They're he not, wouldn't. Why would he? He would not going to make an excuse. Well, my shoulder kind of hurts. Well, he would if it hurt. I don't know that they would. Yeah, they would. I don't they know. They would rather you think of something be something other than them sucking. Because it would it would seem like they're making excuses. No, I'm sure there's a lot of those guys that have if you're that hurt. have that have some physical ailments that you don't know about. They're, they can play, but maybe not 100. percent Well, most of them will tell you. They, they don't want you to think they suck. Why do you think when they miss a putt, they always take their putter and ah, dang, damn mark? Why do you do that anymore? Because you're allowed to fix spike marks, so you don't act like, oh, it's that fault. No, you I could have know. fixed it. That's that's just spur of the moment mental reaction. Yeah, they don't want you to think they made a bad putt. They want you know. to think that it's a spike mark that made it go off. You line. think everybody out there is absolutely 100% physically all the time? Everybody who plays? No, but I think the majority of them, if there's something wrong, if they're they're good enough that people ask you. I mean, there's guys out there, nobody cares if they got an ailment. Nobody cares if they play bad. But if you're in the top 15 or 20, if they have something wrong, say, yeah, I've been kind of dealing with a little bit of a twitch in my my elbow. You know, it's kind of, I got to do some different things. I'll let you know. Well, I'm not saying McElroy did or didn't. I'm saying I'm sure there were times when guys are feeling it and they're not saying well, it. Times, they don't yeah, know about it. You brought up McElroy and there's no reason well, McElroy I didn't say, played bad. Yeah, I don't know that, that he was necessarily hurt. I'm saying sometimes I'm sure there's people that are that not feeling 100% and, and you don't know about it. Just nobody knew Zalatoris was going to be out for the season. Well, no, he, he just was. Told, he just he told still, you. He was still out there playing. No, he didn't play. He's played earlier this year, hadn't he? Yeah, and he okay, said he was. He, he said he was one hundred percent. He said he was about one hundred percent. But clearly, he wasn't. And it just came out. Well, maybe he should have just not played the rest of the year and don't tell anybody. I don't want anybody to think I'm making excuses. Well, it's one thing if you got to have surgery. That, that, there's no doubt about that. Then you got to be out. He just told us. Yes, he did, but he didn't say in previous weeks. He didn't say anything. In previous sure weeks, he, he said he's almost one hundred percent because we knew he had a bad back. He missed like half of last year. Well, then he probably wasn't one hundred percent. Well, he said he was almost one hundred percent. Dude should have taken that live money. Yeah, he should have. I mean, honestly, though, you could, he'll never say he Take regrets it, it. And you can only talk about hindsight twenty twenty. But if you want to talk about some reasons why players join live or. You know, will join in the future. I I, I think Willie Z is a great example of because his trajectory was insane. Willie I mean, he Z. was Willie he was, Z, Doug. Yeah. Like I think that's the reason Kepka went because of his knees. Yeah, I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. Didn't so, know if he you know, hey, get I don't back. know. I don't know if I'm ever get back to 100. percent Might as well take the money now. My golf career, career could be over in five years. Now I think he kind of wishes, yeah, maybe not, but as long as he can still play the majors, he doesn't care. Well, back injury for a guy that size, I mean, Willis Alatoris literally looks like me out there. I realize he's probably still 15 pounds heavier, but it's tough to have. How heavy are you now? How much weight are you carrying? I have no idea. We think 130, Doug. That's what we think. But Justin (laughs) Tom, I mean, Justin I'd be surprised if Alatoris weighs 150 pounds. Yeah, I would too. I mean, Justin Thomas is a small guy, and he bombs He's in the 150s. Sally is 6'2", buck 75. I'm going to take the under on that. I would have to as well. I didn't know he's six there two, is, though. I'd be shocked if that guy's 175 pounds. Yeah. Just, he is tall. He is tall. Yeah, he's that tall. He might I'm a back injury playing golf, man. There's nothing worse, right? Like, uh, yeah, I mean, that, you, you could could That's the problem. Jackson had a seven-hour round this past Friday. Oh, God. It was, it was fixing to be a seven-hour round until I shut down. You like that? Down. It was fixing no, to be? No, we don't I, need fit. Uh, it was fin, finna be. Three-hour front nine. Where'd you play him? I'll leave it out. It. Yeah, I'll leave it out. A course. I play the golf course. And um, Is it the golf course's fault that took so long? Uh, it was car path only, combined with some heavier gentlemen wearing denim. 
Oh, oh that denim doesn't golf. slow things down, does you, it? Just uh, the fact that you're wearing jeans? When you see the denim out there... Combined, you know you're dealing with usually a plus plus cap. Right, combined with a little bit of girth, combined with, of course, car path only, some of the practice swings of the gentleman. Jackson just quit. He quit in the middle of the So room. you played really? uh, Log Cabin and Licks was in front of you. Mm. This is a public track. I just, uh, it was got, once we got to 13, there was probably only another 45 minutes of sunlight to be had. <laughs> and it was like, do we try to play one more hole or just shut her down? And we shut her down. Did you think about driving ahead of them, getting a hole ahead of them? It was the backup started long, <laughs> oh. long. So they, the guys in front of you weren't the problem. Oh, no. No, there was, there was at one point, there was like five groups on one hole. Oh, <laughs> no way. Yeah. Well, I've never seen it. Well, between two holes, a par four and a par five. There was a group on the tee box, three groups behind them waiting, a group in the fairway, a group on the green, and then a group waiting on the next tee box, group on the tee box, group on the fairway waiting, and the group on the green. Was there anybody out there like a marshal handling? No. No. Sounds like a social house Friday afternoon. It was like, just let them go. It was like when Doug and I played in the social house tournament. Oh, it was so brutal. It was like five on every hole. And you can't, there's no, it's not fun playing like that. It's not fun waiting you know, after you finish your putt and then waiting 20 no. minutes to hit your next shot, you get stiff, and it's just no fun. It's not fun to wait, and it's not fun in bad weather. No. It's the guys that watch about an hour of golf on the weekend and go, man, looks like I can do that, and then they all shovel to the golf course. I'm sure a lot of people watch the Masters and get the itch. I got to play. Gotta yeah, play. that's and that's true, but, like, it's the, the problem is car path only is such a big problem, especially yeah. at this course. It's a very, like, if you're on one side, on the opposite side of the car path, you have to go and you take like seven clubs, and it's just bad. <laughs> well, at some point in time, we'll be driving hover, hover yeah, for sure, instead of uh, things with wheels. Yeah, we'll and this course up. is a tough walk, so I wouldn't have. Uh, it would have been tough to. Mr. Walk Lix in. is demanding. He says, "Where did you play, Movie Boy? We mm. need to know." You like that no. name, Doug? Movie Boy? I, I don't mind. I'm it. not answering because I, I love this place, and so I'm never. A gonna... Tough course to walk was our was our hint. But I'm not. This isn't. I'm not trying to like do bluffs. like some. You played sort... at the bluffs. No, I'm not trying to make like a little like little passive aggressive. Use my platform yeah. to take somebody out. Never, right? never, 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 never. Greenbriar's there's, kind of a there's hilly places, course. Places, he was at Greenbrier. Places well get been. He's from Ladue. Backing up means people are playing your course and they like your track, so it's you know, yeah, it's a better problem to have than wide open tee sheets every day. Look, I'm gonna give give people a fair warning right now too. Oh great! Um, <laughs> Something important is like about to be said. Something very important is about to be said. Yeah, this has nothing to do with being slow, but if I'm in the fairway and you're aim pointing. Aim pointing. If you're doing the aim point for your putt, yeah. I'm hitting into you. You shouldn't hit into them. It doesn't give you the warning right. Warning alert. Warning alert. Yeah, no aim point. It doesn't give you the right to hurt someone. Yeah, none, nobody playing these public courses are good enough to do aim point. You don't understand it. No, you can't be good and play public course. So if I'm if I'm waiting in the fairway and you're out there behind and oh, let's see a step another five feet. Where we, stop. Well, they can hit right it's back coming, at you then. Well, they can if they'd like. Sure. But if you aim uh, point, uh, you're getting hit into I, I will say I played. We got paired up with a, a random gentleman. It was just me and Private Citizen Pete, and uh, he was aim pointing on every putt. Is he a great player? Oh. He was actually sick. Like I think really, he probably was one over in the ten holes we played with him. Is he playing from the? Uh, he was playing. We were playing from the men's tees. Um, that would you consider the men's, men's tees? Excuse us. <laughs> must be all the way at the no, back. No, huh? there's the tips, the men's, the women's, and then the seniors. Or if, if sometimes vice versa. I don't know. I, I usually play the second to farthest tees, depending on the track. Okay. I rarely tip it out. Okay. So probably whites. Uh, yeah, I mean, the colors change. Some whites are 
further up in summer. What is it about okay. Pete that makes him such a private citizen? <laughs> <laughs> He's just a, because there's gangster Pete, I wanted to differentiate, because every time I'd say Pete, be a gangster Pete? No, I have a friend named Pete. So, but uh, he's a private citizen. He is. Gangster Pete, private citizen Pete. Aren't we all private citizens in, in a way? <laughs> no, we're, we're public. Look at us, Doug. Your name is Doug Vaughn, and you speak on the radio, making you public. I still feel uh, like I'm a figure. private citizen. Yeah, when you gave that hole, boy. <laughs> yeah, give that uh, hole. Uh, well, we got a war going on. This worsened with Wacko, Mr. Lick's thing. Hey, Lick, shut up. Who cares where he played? If you played, you would be at the same place because you are a poor. You live in Herculaneum, and you're on the poor student's charity tuition plan at Our Lady of Pillar. Mm. Go back to all your work at Home Depot. That's from the worst in Woods <laughs> I didn't know he mm. lived in the Herculaneum. He drives up from the Our Lady of Pillar. Straight up on 55. And how many people with money, like, text the producer of an HD2 show going, I'm ready to call in at 7. It's like, even if you already have money and aren't working, you yeah. have better things to you do, think, right? You like, sure we got three emails Sunday afternoon. I'm like, Mr. Licks just kept, it was blowing up the, uh, the, the uh, email inbox from the app. And he said at 7.07 he was waiting because he wanted Movie Boy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get it. I'm not scared. Oh, you're calling him out. Call in, Mr. Licks. I think I'm shaking some guy named Mr. Licks. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a rough customer. Yeah. Shaking in my boots. Uh, let's see. Never play on a nice good Friday, boy. Every loser from here to Troy is off work. That's from Stephen Wilder. Oh, people yeah. are off work on Good Friday? Is that right? Friday, Good Friday? That, it was, that makes yeah. Sense. I didn't know that people got off work for Good Friday. Oh. I didn't get that theme or that sense. That, it might have been an outing or something. I don't know. But it was... It was just rough. And I, like I said, like, uh, every course is going to deal with it at some Which point. Which course were you playing that was so rough? I'm not going to say. Oh, hilly, though, right? I'm not going to say. I mean, there's hills involved. Oh. I saw Mr. Licks and his family at Our Lady of Pillars 830 Easter Mass. So, period, much, period, seersucker, period. Oh. <laughs> Are you opposed to seersucker? <laughs> I once had one of those light blue so pinstripe seersucker seer suits. Those were big at one point. Why do the riches dress in such bright colors? <laughs> I don't know. I wonder what that's about. They're happy. Is that what it is? I think so. I get it when you're in like in South Florida or probably Southern California and you got nice a nice climate. But in St. Louis, the riches seem to dress in light. Mm-hmm. Sometimes of feminine colors. Yeah. Wonder what that's about. Pastel sport coats. I do. I like white. I like yellow. I like pink. Yeah, and you'd put your not, wardrobe I'm up not, against anyone's, frankly. Yeah. I'm not rich. I'm poor. Yeah. I just like bright colors. There are a lot of people now that want to dress in, in all black or all white or, and not much else. Who? Well, I can't give you names, <laughs> I, but I see a lot of people wearing, wearing lots of black. I like black. But not in, the, not in the summer. In the summer, you want to be festive and bright. Oh, sure you do. Mr. Licks just sent in a screenshot of an invite he got to play at Log Cabin. Yeah, sure. It's, <laughs> it's not too difficult to Photoshop. <laughs> Boy, this guy. And he said he was going to call in at 7 o'clock. He's sending out 
emails on Easter Sunday. About trying to block him. Three of them right in a row. <laughs> Calling in basketball boy. Sucker? Yeah, it was because of the seersucker. So much seersucker. Uh, that's how they dress at Ole Miss, the home of the St. Louis Riches. That's from Wolf Boy. Is oh. that where the St. Louis Riches go to school? I don't know. I don't think, I knew some I don't very think wealthy that's people. necessarily. I think that's the second caste system of St. Louis. <clears throat> I knew where some the... very wealthy uh, families who sent their kids to Ole Miss. You did? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that's like the home of the St. Louis Rich. but Is, uh, is there any college that's cheap? Relatively. Cheaper. Yeah. 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 I, I've heard know. that Ole Miss is the place where – you go to, to not graduate. It's so much fun. There's so much partying. Kids, a lot of kids don't graduate there. They can't. I mean, I'm sure it's fun, but how is, is it any much more fun than any other SEC school? I, I don't know. Can't I don't know. That's just a reputation it has. It's sad that Mr. Licks treats calling and texting into this show from the pillar drop-off line like a full-time <laughs> job instead of making his cold calls. Licks, if you're out of cousins and college acquaintances to try to sucker into a policy, I'll leave you with a money ball quote. Adapt or die, or oh. chug bleach and stop calling it an HD2 program. That's from Brad Pitt as Billy Bean, also known as Carlos Spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good advice. <laughs> well, where would the riches send their kids if they, I guess, Ivy League if they could? I was about right? to say it's Ivy League. If they can get in, yeah. Yeah, you got to well, get in. Usually there's ways to make it happen, yeah. as we saw with the USC scandal. Licks is Easter. Lunch was a blanket at Tower Grove Park with Colonel Sanders' bucket of chicken Easter special. Some of the worst of was wacko. Oh, That's so he, was at, he was at Tower Grove Park. I think you could eat a bucket of chicken by yourself <laughs> at no. any point. If How many really is in there? It's like, it's like 24 pieces. Oh, my God. No. What if it's like an eight-piece bucket? I've eaten five. Eight-piece bucket, I'd yeah, be live. I, could, I, I wouldn't I enjoy it, but I'd be live. Yeah. Ugh, the bottom of the bucket gets all kind of oh, soft great. and just, wet. Just covered in lard. <laughs> you can see right through it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. I think the most I've eaten once is five. Ooh, wow. Oh, I've done a lot more than that. I've done a lot more damage than five pieces of chicken. Well, it's, Kentucky Fried it. is very greasy, and I love it, but... I, I got to take the skin off. I can't eat with oh, the skin. We got a school shaming going off. on here. Yeah. Ole Miss is a haven for the dumb kids of rich parents. That's from glove blogger Tom Traven. Mm. Uh, Ole Miss is SMU for the dumbs. That's from <laughs> Dervis <laughs> Parish. Yeah, SMU is where a lot of rich folk go. Yeah, SMU and TCU are TCU is good. Yeah. Plays. Miami, Ohio, yeah. uh, and Dayton are big for rich people without mm-hmm. Ivy League credentials. That's from Chairman Steve of Wildwood. Oh. Uh, KG Town says, Licks, as much as I appreciate the offer to get a practice round in at St. Louis Country Club for the match, I'm extremely busy today. We'll get together soon, though. It's from KG Town. He'll be working yeah. here the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, he's already virtually full-time, so I don't know. Well, they're falling for the biggest scam on earth is when people are hiring, they don't look at Mizzou and they look at Dayton differently. I, I assure you that they look at the, the exact same. They look at Ole Miss the exact same that they would Miami of Ohio or you know, SMU, nobody goes in, in the SMU's working world. SMU's a little higher, go, higher level. Maybe. But in the end, the, the, the whole college thing is a scam anyways. It doesn't, outside of Harvard, Yale, and those elites, it, it doesn't matter what's on your resume. It really doesn't. Well, to some degree, I'm sure that's true. I mean, Western Illinois, when I was there, we were the third best broadcasting school in the country. In the country well, in 2011. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is nobody, you can't. Uh, if you don't put that on your resume, which you should not, nobody has any idea that that was the case. So you look at Western, you go, oh, what a trash school. But in reality, it's all about what my major was. It's actually a really good school. That's really, I have to tell you, Mm -hmm. I got nothing to do. I couldn't care any less because Doug and I both made the mistake of pursuing this in college. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was Missouri, Northwestern, Syracuse, and now Arizona State. 
So I'm surprised to hear Western Illinois was in there. In 2011, because I don't know if they go based upon awards. I, I don't know how exactly what the criteria is on the rankings. But when we were there, we absolutely dominated. Wow. We had really? a phenomenal, like, that. yeah, the people that I graduated with are doing great things. Well, uh, I, actually, I actually got my first job because I'd gone to Mizzou. Oh, really? I got hired in Rochester, Minnesota, which, you know, they, they can't really recruit <laughs> a lot of great talent there for first jobs. And the news director said, well, because you went to Mizzou, we knew you, we figured you knew how to do things. And so, yeah, because we had to do stuff yeah. to, uh-huh. do, to work at the, the network affiliated television yeah. station. But if you're in another Still doesn't industry, make it a good decision to major in it. No. Oh, God. If you had an engineering degree from Purdue or Georgia Tech, that, yeah. would, that would be meaningful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Uh, Mr. Licks probably has degrees all over the place, and he is on oh, uh, right on? now, yeah. Doug. I guess he is not happy about something. Uh, good morning, Mr. Licks. Hello, Licks. I'd like I'd like people to stop insinuating I sit in a pillar carpool line. Why do you do that? Uh, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. Well, okay? usually where there's smoke, there's some fire. <laughs> I don't appreciate Jackson's takes over the last few weeks, <laughs> but I think he was right because he was right. The live guys are washed up. They can't compete anymore. Three, like, three of them just finished in know, the top five. At the I never, Masters. I never ever said that. Never ever they, you ever. Said, uh, they, you said they got their payday, so you know they just they don't care. They're not playing in competitive matches. And you're right. I actually didn't catch the Masters um, last. You know, this last few days. What I imagine Rory finished what top five, top ten. Is that right? I don't know why you think like I like <laughs> give a damn about whether Rory plays well or P. Oh, Reed or like, Phil. You're I said like that you weren't giving that take. I okay. said what? Okay. Like I asked you're done, the question. Get done. Okay. <laughs> nice. Get get back to pillar and queue up in line. <laughs> I'm sure they need some help at companion this morning or something. Oh my god. Uh, don't hate on companion. They actually make. Their breakfast sandwich, they do these baked eggs. They're, like, so soft and fluffy, they're really good. Oh, really? No. Um, Mr. Lex, my question was, <laughs> what motivation will they have going forward in their live events to win if they no, don't? If it's no, a weird event? No, it wasn't a question. It was a, it was a statement that you made. You're misrepresenting um, completely. And you're making an ass out of yourself. Yes. <clears throat> so I'm just looking at the leaderboard. So three of the top four were live. That's weird. Huh. I guess they I guess they can play still. Huh. I was talking about well, the little events. Uh, Obviously saying, they're huh. gonna care about the masters. You're completely misrepresenting me. This is nonsense. Oh, this is, so this is bad argument from oh, someone who I consider intelligent. What is this? I'm looking at I'm looking at a shot Cam Smith had out of a bunker from like five hundred yards away and he stuck it on the green. Oh look, and then he made the putt. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's about enough of you, Lick. <laughs> so Get bad. back at Pillar. I got him off. I got him off. <laughs> oh, so lame. That's not what I said at all. But with like the lack of motivation, like right when Rory became the commissioner of the league or of the whole PGA, he kind of fallen off a little bit. So I was talking about live events. I was saying live yeah. events. What motivation? Because it's a weird setup, and they have these team things. What motivation do they have to play well in live events? Obviously, the Masters and all the majors, they're gonna have a lot of motivation. That's career legacy. Yeah. So that's not what I said at all. Well, you don't get to that level at any sport without being highly competitive and wanting to win every time you go out there. They don't want to embarrass themselves ever by playing poorly, acting like they don't care. 
So they're all going to ratchet it up, whenever, especially in a, in a major event where all the best players in the world are there. They're all going to play as, as hard as they possibly can. Are they allowing Liv and Ryder Cup? I, I, I'm sure this is said. I just don't. I, I have no idea because I think Kepka's in it right now or close to no, being. No, they were in, not in it. Okay. Last year. Okay. I, I didn't know what the. Uh, they can't get FedEx points now. I, I noticed that. The guys I, who finished their, their the captaincy, you know, I think it was going to be Stenson, if I'm not mistaken, and, and he's not going to be captain. Um, so Zach Johnson's captain for the U.S. and I think Luke Donald's captain for. Okay. Europe, if I'm not mistaken, for this coming one in, uh, like I said, in Italy. Is that where I the writer? I don't know where it is. is it it's in Italy. Uh, Lix is the effing worst and thinks he's a local celebrity hotshot because of his horrible calls. I'd like to shove a Pro V1 up his gape. Oh. That's from Mr. Fong, owner of the dildo shop. Mm. Jackson, if you consider Lix intelligent, then I'm seriously questioning your judgment. He's clearly unemployed and eats too much fast food. Neither are signs of success. That's from Danny Tanner. Mm. Why are we listening to Blousey on college rankings as if they're real? It's like listening to Iggy in an astronomy debate with Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's from Hyman the Roth. Tell Licks to F himself. 618. Licks, get back to selling timeshares, you cuck. Uh. Mitch, four, please. Come, Steve, now driving. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. Speaking of Proby run ones, I, I read an article this week about how they're thinking they may have to cut back on the quality of the golf balls because they're just going too far for the pros. Well, yeah, they're, 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 they're the rolling pros back. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a USGA Royal and Ancient thing. Mm-hmm. They're talking, the rollback. Controversial yeah. topic. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they do it and like, people just don't know that they do it in tennis. They play a different ball in tennis. I, I was not aware of that. It's honestly. just hitting it too hard. Hitting it too far to, to get to it because most yeah. courses can't do what Augusta can do, which is just buy up land and then extend 13's tee box yeah. so guys aren't hitting eight irons. In. All right, we got to take a commercial break. Design air heating and cooling email today is coming up at 9.45. Send yours in. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson, the Plowhawk, Iggy, Douglas Elvin Vaughn. It's the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios. 